Have you ever heard of Candyman? Well, his right hand is sawn off. He has a hook jammed in the bloody stump. And if you look in the mirror and you say his name five times, he'll appear behind you, breathing down your neck. When you say the name Candyman, the names that often come up are Tony Todd and Clive Barker. It's no surprise, as the writer and actor have made quite the impact on the horror genre. But really, it's writer and director Bernard Rose, whose fingerprints are all over the original Candyman. And he played such a pivotal part in the shaping of the film that it's hard to say if it would have had the success that it did have without him. His involvement in the series stopped at the original and seems like a big reason why the two sequels, Farewell to Flesh and Day of the Dead, failed to really connect in any meaningful way. So it's extremely intriguing to know that Rose had actually wanted to make a sequel himself. But to say that it would have been controversial would have been a bit of an understatement. As it moved on from the United States, moved on from the mirror, and even excluded a pretty darn important character, making this one of the more baffling films we've ever covered in this series. So join us for what the f happened to this unmade horror movie as we take a look at Bernard Rose's Candyman The Midnight Meat Train. Yes, yes, I know. Didn't we already get a story called Midnight Meat Train that was written by Clive Barker? And yes, you're right, we did. And there was a 2008 film that starred Bradley Cooper and Benny Jones and was about a serial killer who stalked late-night train commuters. But Rose's original script simply shared the name and concept of a train car filled with body parts and blood. So if you're worried we're just going to be talking about a slightly different version of that Midnight Meat Train, don't. And before we can get into this supposed sequel, we should talk about the origins. We had a deal. Surrender to me now, and he shall be unharmed. The original Candyman was written by Bernard Rose and based on the story The Forbidden by Clive Barker. It follows graduate student Helen Lyle, who is studying urban legends for her thesis. She focuses in on the legend of Candyman that exists in the nearby Cabrini Green housing project. The legend says that if you say his name into a mirror five times, Candyman will appear and gut you. Helen gets entrenched in the legend and eventually is killed, along with the supposedly mythical being. We get a nice little tease of Helen becoming the new Candyman herself and going after her cheating ex. The direction you could take the Candyman sequel feels fairly obvious, but Bernard Rose has never taken the common approach. Rose had taken the story of The Forbidden from its England setting and brought it to the projects of Chicago. This worked out splendidly as the projects were such a unique setting for a horror film especially with the added social commentary. So, continuing his outside-the-box approach, Rose decided that for the sequel, he would take it back to England. And while the first spoke on race, he wanted this to speak more on gender. And you know who else had something to say on gender? Old Jack the Ripper. Rose found himself fascinated by the idea of the first boogeyman, 
and in his mind, that was Jack the Ripper. He had killed his victims in such brutal ways, caused mass hysteria to spread throughout the city, and still remained uncaught. So Rose felt that he was perfect. His script had the Ripper killing starting up again in England, with whorish women being murdered in alleys. We follow a British policewoman who's investigating the murders. Rose felt that it was important to continue having a female protagonist, especially since the murderer is specifically targeting women. It adds to the tension and the dread. This policewoman starts discovering very strange things during the course of the investigation, and it appears that more people are involved in this than she previously thought. There is a much larger conspiracy at play, and it even involves the royals. In a lot of ways, the story sounds very similar to From Hell, the Alan Moore graphic novel that was eventually adapted into a Johnny Depp film. While that story obviously dealt with the actual Jack the Ripper killer, and this one was more present day, the concept of a conspiracy around the murders and people wanting to cover it up and protect the monarch is still ever present. There's a lot of times when reading through this and it just feels like you're reading through from hell. The finale would have featured the titular meat train pulling into a secret station beneath Buckingham Palace. This is where it's revealed that members of the royal family are feasting on naked women. So ultimately, the stories of Jack the Ripper end up not being true and are simply the imagination of theorists. The Ripper is simply a murderer that's killing these women so that they can be feasted on. That's it. But I'm sure you're thinking, you sure have mentioned Jack the Ripper and the meat train a lot, but where's Candyman? Which makes sense, as this is supposed to be a Candyman sequel. But prepare to be disappointed, as he doesn't appear in this film at all. Yeah, that's right. Rose felt that Candyman had died at the end of the original, and that they could simply follow a different boogeyman, or as Rose often referred to him as, a ghost. But that logic quickly falls apart with the entire ending and twist. So I'm really not sure what Rose was going for here. Is the Ripper a boogeyman, or is it just a killer getting food for his masters? It doesn't even seem like Rose himself knows. Funnily enough, upon reflection, Rose actually thinks that he got the sequel wrong, just as the actual makers of the real sequel had. Because the first film was a story of Helen becoming a monster, and yet none of the sequels focused on her, instead diving into the family history of the Candyman himself. So Rose would have corrected that and followed her as the main villain of the story. Could you imagine that? Getting a full film of the ending of one? That sounds amazing. It's hard to hear Rose's original pitch and take it seriously. As a big fan of the original, I couldn't imagine going to a Candyman movie and not even getting the hook-handed killer. The change of setting and villain make it feel more like a writer and director who's being forced to make a sequel that he doesn't want to, which was pretty much what was happening. And so thankfully, this script was quickly trashed and the producers moved on. Unfortunately, what we received instead was 1995's Farewell to Flesh, which got rid of the interesting social and racial commentary and made Candyman a straight-up slasher villain. I love slashers as much as the next guy, but Candyman was a smart man's killer, so to see him devolve so quickly into a joke was simply sad. 
1999's Day of the Dead didn't do much better and effectively killed the series. In the aftermath of Freddy vs. Jason, there were rumors about Candyman vs. Hellraiser, but thankfully Clive Barker immediately shot that idea down. Tony Todd has talked several times about a winter Candyman film set at a girl's university during a snowstorm, but with the complicated rights issues, no sequel was ever approached. Thankfully, once Get Out released and took the world by storm, Jordan Peele was given the keys to the horror kingdom. And what property did he have his sights on revamping? Well, you already know. Nia Costa shot her own version of Candyman in 2021. While this movie serves as both a requel and a direct sequel to the original, it failed to connect with audiences in a significant way. Which is really too bad, as star Yahya Abdul-Mateen is a phenomenal actor and the franchise would have been better off with him involved. The ownership of the Candyman property has been a pretty complicated one. While Clive Barker may have created the character in his original short story, Propaganda first owned the rights to the film. This then shifted to Sony, then to Columbia, then all the way to Artisan. Artisan would eventually become Lionsgate. Nowadays, the rights lay with MGM, and after the recent acquisition by Amazon, means we could see a new Candyman coming to Prime before too long. Whether that's the Yahya Abdul-Mateen version, Tony Todd, or even an entirely different one is anyone's guess. But it does seem as though we're not too far off from getting one. So go to your bathroom, look in the mirror, and say his name five times. And maybe you'll get a role in the sequel yourself. I mean, hey, every good slasher has an opening kill. Hello.